A Handful of Stars by Cynthia Lord Chapter 5 Dr. Katz liked to say she had no choice but to become a veterinarian. With a name like Katz, everyone expects you to like cats, so it was good that she did. It was good for Lucky and me that she also liked dogs and kids. She was one of the only people I ever let call me Tiger Lily, because she said it like it was pretty. Dr. Katz went to high school with Mama. When she tells me stories about Mama, somehow I never feel bad for asking her to remember something that turned out sad. And when Lucky's eyes clouded over last year, she put her arm around me and said, It'll be okay, Tiger Lily. Blind dogs learn to get along. I didn't want Lucky to just get along. I wanted him to see. So Dr. Katz promised she'd check with a friend who operates on animals' eyes and find out how much it would cost. Even with the operation, there are no guarantees, she told me, and it's harder on an old dog to go through surgery. There are risks. Those were reasons enough for Mamere to say no. She said she knew someone who had a blind dog that could hear a Cheeto hit the floor clear across the room and never bumped into anything unless they changed the furniture around. That dog still barked at squirrels because he could hear and smell them, even if he couldn't see them. But learning not to bump into things seemed like a poor trade for seeing, and hearing squirrels but not chasing them and watching them run away just felt like losing. Only having half of something after you'd had it all is a special kind of sadness. I cried about it until one night Papere came in and sat on my bed with me. You never know what you can do until you try, he said, and we came up with the idea of selling bee houses. If I earned the money myself, Mamere couldn't say it was too expensive. Sundays and Thursdays were Dr. Katz's day off. On Sundays, I had church, and then I had to help out at home. But every nice Thursday, I made sure to walk Lucky by Dr. Katz's house, just in case she was outside in her garden. I always felt a little guilty because I was hoping she'd stop what she was doing and check Lucky's eyes for free. Mamere would stop me if she knew. She says, we don't need charity. Dr. Katz never makes it feel like charity, though. She likes Lucky and wants him to be happy, just like I do. On this Thursday, Dr. Katz's car was in her driveway, and I could see her bent over her flowers in the backyard. I pulled on Lucky's leash so we'd be in front of her house as long as possible. Nice day, I called. She stood and looked over. It is a lovely day. Tiger Lily, can you stop for a minute? I have something for you. Lucky's head shot up and his tail wagged hard. He loves Dr. Katz. But on the way up her walkway, he lifted his leg on her petunias. No, I said, but some things can't be stopped. A dog's got to do what a dog's got to do. Isn't that right, Lucky? Dr. Katz smiled at me. What I have for you is on the kitchen table. Do you want to come in? How about if I just wait here? I was afraid if I walked Lucky to her house, he'd pee on every plant on the way, or maybe even lead an Easter egg or two. When Dr. Katz came back outside, she had something small and square in her hand. My dad has been cleaning out some old boxes, and he found a few of my high school scrapbooks. Your mom was in these two photos. I thought you might like to have them. My heart jumped. I've seen all the photos that Mamere and Papere have of Mama. Christmas photos, school photos, graduation photos, Mama with me and Lucky. But there were two photos, but here were two photos that I'd never seen. Dr. Katz handed me the first one. This was taken on a school field trip that our high school class took to Boston. We were in the public garden. Your mom is wearing the red skirt shirt. I saw her even before Dr. Katz pointed her out. I would have known Mama anywhere. 
but this photo wasn't posed like some of the other photos I'd seen. Here, she just looked relaxed and happy, standing in front of a big tree with some friends. Dr. Katz passed me the second photo, and this was one of the years she won Down East Blueberry Queen. I'm sorry, I don't remember which year. There was Mama with her blonde hair done up fancy, wearing her dark blue sparkly dress and big silver and blue crown. Mama won the Down East Blueberry Queen pageant three years running, and no one has done that since. She holds the record. I like that Mama has something special that people still talk about. The Blueberry Festival happens every year in late August, and it's been a big deal around here. Our corner of Maine doesn't have as many tourists and events and stores full of expensive things like you might find elsewhere along the coast, but we produce the most wild blueberries, and that's Maine's state fruit. So the festival is our chance to celebrate that. The pageant starts the festival, and the Queen represents our area at events all over Maine, so it's a big honor to win. This photo was taken the second time Mama won. I said, I can tell from the dress she's wearing. Mamere and Papere have photos from each year, but they didn't have this one. Here she was standing with another girl, and Mama had an expression on her face that I'd never seen before. Mama had a glint in her eye, and one side of her smile was higher than the other, like maybe she was thinking about some mischief. It tore at me inside. Who's she with? I asked. Dr. Katz grinned. Can you guess? I looked closer. The girl's hair was really long in the photo, but there was something familiar about her face. Wait, is that you? You are pretty, I blushed. I mean, um, you are. Dr. Katz held up her hand. Your mom was the pretty one, but that's not what I admired about her. No French-Canadian girl had ever won Blueberry Queen, and Danielle set out to challenge that. I remember her saying that she'd show them all, and she did. She showed them three times, I said. Yes, Dr. Katz said. Your mom wasn't afraid to think big thoughts. That's what I admired most about her. I wished I could be big thinking too. Things happen to people like that, good things and bad things. But even a few bad things might be better than no things happening to you. Sometimes I wondered what mama would have thought of me. Deep inside, I was afraid she might have been disappointed that I wasn't more like her. I felt such a rush of feelings that my hand shook sliding the photos into my shorts pocket. Thank you so much, was all I could say. You're welcome, Tiger Lily. Now let me have a look, a quick look at Lucky's eyes. Dr. Katz cupped her hand under her chin, his chin, and lifted his head to examine him. How's he doing? I think he's getting blinder. My voice dropped to a whisper without me even telling it to. Really? If you think about it, it's probably kinder to him that it's coming on slowly. Dr. Katz looked carefully at each eye. Imagine how terrible it would be to wake up blind one day and not know why. This way he gets used to it in stages. He remembers where things are at home, and he goes up and down the aisles at the store pretty well, unless there are a lot of people, I explained. But on the stairs and in new places, he waits for me to go first. Smart dog, Dr. Katz said. Except once this week, he didn't hold back at all, I said. I was taking him for a walk, and he got loose on the blueberry barrens, and I couldn't tell him to stop. I kept thinking he'd run smack into the trees. If he made to the woods, then a Winthrop truck came along. I was so scared that he'd dart out in front of it. Dr. Katz grimaced. How'd you catch him? Salma, one of the kids from the blueberry camp, stopped him. Well, actually, her lunch stopped him. Dr. Katz laughed, ruffling Lucky's ears. 
Must have been a good lunch. I'm sure it was scary, but Lucky doesn't look any worse for the experience. In fact, he's quite healthy for his age, considering everything. Did you find out how much that eye operation costs? Dr. Katz sighed. My friend said he'd give me a break on the price, but there are still follow-up exams, medications, and lab tests on top of the surgery. All that together is over $2,000, even with the discount. I felt everything inside me crashing to the ground. That was so much. I'm painting mason bee houses to earn the money, but it'll take me a while, I said. A long while. Dr. Katz nodded. Then she smiled. I didn't even know what mason bees lived in houses. Funny to think I knew something about animals that she didn't. But no one brings bees to a vet. They're great pollinators. They're good for the blueberry fields, but also good for regular gardens. And they live in holes, so Prepare makes the bee houses with lots of little bee-sized holes in the side. Then I paint the houses to make them pretty. I need some bee houses for my garden. Did you sell them at the store? Oh, you don't have to buy one, I said quickly. I could give you one. No, of course I want to buy one. Or maybe a few. Bees are very important to a garden. She seemed sure. I do have three different styles to choose from, I explained. Blueberries and bees, flowers and maple leaves. Oh, and there's a fourth style that I didn't paint. Salma did. Her bee house has pink bees. Dr. Cat smiled. Pink bees? I nodded. It's different. Different can be good, Dr. Cat said. It makes you pay attention. On the walk back to the store, I kept reaching into my pocket to touch the hard edges of the photos. I couldn't wait to show them to Mamere and Papere. But when I got back to the store, Papere was busy with a customer, and Mamere told me that a family from Connecticut had bought Salma's bee house along with a bundle of firewood for their camp and one of our blueberry pies. The woman gave me her phone number, Mamere said. She'd like a few more bee houses to give as presents. Did you show her the ones in the gardening section? I asked. I did, but she liked the style of the one she bought, Mamere said. So when we have some more of those to sell, we should give her a call. I didn't feel like sharing the photos anymore. Every bee house we'd sold meant more money for Lucky, but I couldn't help wondering if the lady would have brought some of my bee houses if Salma hadn't been there outshining mine, making mine too ordinary to be noticed.